Well, sorry for the delay. I hope that you're still able to join us today as we talk about persisting under pressure. I'm Pastor Mike from First Baptist Church, Dixon, Tennessee. If you're a guest with us today, God bless you. So we'll take just a few minutes today. We're going to look in Psalm 25 as we continue to think about persisting under pressure. I don't know of anybody that I could speak to today who's not experiencing uh, some kind of pressure in your life. And so today we talk about a very um, uh, important topic, one that uh, so many people are experiencing these days. We've just gone through this uh, terrible time of this last year and all of the uh, COVID virus and people being shut down and not able to go places. And uh, because of that, uh, this uh, stressor, this pressure has risen to the top and uh, demonstrated to us what all of us as uh, human beings experience. And so today I want to talk about persisting under the pressure of loneliness. I don't know where you are today or what you're going through, but loneliness is a real part of life. You remember even in the Bible when God made Adam, uh, God said, it's not good for him to be alone. And so he made woman for Adam so that they could be in relationship and partnership and all those wonderful things that we learn about relationships and also about loneliness. So loneliness is a very important issue. I was just thinking about this today. Uh, from the pandemic, people being isolated raised the level of stress around loneliness. And people have felt real loneliness. I know in our church, we've tried our best to talk with our people, call them, and see how they're doing in relationship to um, uh, their, their surroundings. Some of our people spent a lot of months by themselves. Uh, some of them with just maybe their husband or their wife, they spent time together. And those were some hard days. Uh, as we listen to research about it, you know, loneliness touches the young and the old. Uh, there, are, there are some reports coming out now that uh, many students uh, who could not go to school were experiencing higher levels of loneliness and uh, isolation. You know, when you're by yourself for a long time, it's hard to, to know what to do. Uh, Loneliness is a stressful experience for all of us. And there, there's physical loneliness when we have no one to be around. But there's also emotional loneliness and uh, what I would call, and today I want to talk about, spiritual loneliness. Loneliness comes in various ways. One old writer said, let me just read it here, loneliness is spending your days alone with your thoughts, alone in your discouragements, having no one to share them with. That's a pretty good way to describe the emotional stress when you're living under loneliness. You may be surrounded right now by people, but you still sense and feel in your heart loneliness. Uh, you may have just lost someone you love and you're by yourself or something's happened in your relationship and you're alone. Uh, you don't have the relationships you used to have. All of those things bring about in our life 
this condition of feeling an absence of friends, an absence of loved ones, an absence of someone's presence in our life. Think about loneliness as it affects us mentally and emotionally. You know, extended times of loneliness raise our anxiety, our worries. Uh, times of loneliness bring fearful thoughts uh, and uh, the idea that we're somehow not loved or appreciated. Uh, loneliness causes the mind to believe that no one cares. Our deceitful heart starts to work. All kinds of loneliness also happens. You know, sometimes when you stand for the gospel, you're alone at your workplace because you're the only one uh, who stands for the gospel. Uh, sometimes we sin and because of our sin and its and its effect on other people where people leave us and abandon us and we're by ourselves and of course uh, all of us who know the Lord Jesus when we aren't walking with God when we stumble into sin as believers uh, there's a strain in our relationship with God and the Holy Spirit of God is grieved and we sense a distance and a separation I'm not saying God leaves us but there is a separation there seems to we feel a uh, a sense that God is not as close to us as he used to be well where do we go for help with loneliness how do we bear up under it and remember James chapter 1 verse number 12 is our great promise God blesses those let me read it James 1 12 God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation God blesses those who patiently endure under testing and temptation. Well, you, you experience both when you're lonely. You experience the trial of it, the testing of it, of your faith, but you also experience the temptations to go to despair, uh, to go to unbelief, and to believe that God has somehow left you alone. Well, let's go to Psalm 25, because in Psalm 25, we discover something very wonderful that David had to say about loneliness and God's help in loneliness. I want to read Psalm 25, so now let's hear God's Word. Uh, let's hear God's Word. Psalm 25, beginning in verse number 16, and then I'll read down through verse number 20. Uh, Psalm 25, 16. So David is speaking with God. He says, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Verse 20. Guard my soul and deliver me. Do not let me be ashamed, for I take refuge in you. Now let's, uh, let me read it to you also out of the New Living Translation. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. Protect me 
rescue my life from them, and do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. Well, David's in a hard condition here. In fact, Psalm 25 is a great psalm because it's a prayer of protection, guidance, and pardon. So there's some things that we can see here that really describe how people are feeling in these days. David says it, I am lonely and afflicted. So when we think about our loneliness, when we think about our condition, we can't change it, but how do we deal with it? What do we do? How do we, how do we learn to endure uh, and be persistent in our times of loneliness? And they're going to come in all of our lives. The various seasons of life bring all kinds of uh, types of loneliness, as I've just described. Well, first of all, we see that uh, David does something here in this psalm. It's a prayer. The wonderful thing about the psalms is, as I've said to you many times, and those of you who are part of our church, uh, the psalms help you know how to talk to God. The psalms uh, are prayers, and this is a prayer to God. So first, David, in his loneliness recognizes God's presence. This is interesting. In you, O Lord, I lift up my soul, verse 1. O my God, in you I trust. So he's speaking with God. But then he describes his condition. I am lonely, verse 16, and afflicted. But you see, what we have David doing here is, is something that, uh, there was an old book written many, 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 years ago called practicing the presence of God. That's what we must all do. So you're perhaps listening to me and you feel the pain of loneliness in your life. You're under the stress of loneliness. You're trying to persist under your loneliness. Well, first we learn to practice the presence of God. The Lord is everywhere. God is everywhere. He is present in all places. He knows what's in our hearts and our minds. He understands your condition. He knows what you're having to face. He knows what you're going through. He's not doing it so that he can be uh, mean to you. He knows your condition. Uh, he understands the circumstances you're in. He has permitted them. Or perhaps he sent them into your life to, to test you and to test your faith, as we've talked about. So here we have this first reality. God is with us. God is present with us. He is present. We are in His presence. And so here David begins to speak to God who is present. Though nobody else may be with you today, you may be all alone, or you may be in a crowd and feeling lonely, you can say these things to God. Notice this. He speaks to God, and he recognizes God's presence, and he talks with Him. He, uh, he says to Him, Turn to me, God, and be gracious to me. He, he says, turn to me and be gracious to me. He says, bring me out of my troubles. Bring me out of my distresses. He says, uh, look upon my trouble and my affliction. He says, forgive all my sins. He says, guard my soul and deliver me. You see, that's, the, that's what we do. We, we recognize God is present with us. And we begin to talk to him about our condition. This is it. You tell God how you feel. This is a part of what it means to pray. This is what we do when we bring to the Lord all of our, all of our needs. Uh, casting your care upon the Lord, he cares for you. 
Or like James says, draw near to God, he will draw near to you. So how do we draw near to God? Well, first of all, we do it by trusting God and praying. We do it by trusting God and praying. Look, this, what I'm talking about is going to be for every season of your life. I hope you don't forget this. I hope you remember it. Uh, what you're going through now, maybe not what you go through in a few years. Uh, what you're going through now is not what you faced before. You face different kinds of loneliness as it comes in the seasons of life. But the same pattern is true in how you, uh, how you endure in your loneliness. Your loneliness may not change uh, for a while. But, or it may never change based on what's happened with you in a relationship. But the reality is you can bear up under the loneliness you feel from these lost relationships by, first of all, remembering God is present and you can talk with him about how you're feeling. You can tell him what's going on. Again, notice how he says this. He's so transparent. You have to, you have to talk to God because he already knows what's in your heart. He already is aware of it, but he wants us to admit to our own needs. He says, I am lonely. He says, I am afflicted. I am lonely and I am afflicted. God, I am lonely and I am afflicted. We don't know where David was exactly. We don't have any history on what's going on. But you know, David spent a lot of time running from King Saul when he was a young man before he was king. He was running from King Saul, and he spent a lot of time by himself in the wilderness in Israel and in caves and in hidden places. Uh, he, he knew what it was like to be by himself, all alone, no resources, no help, no friends, all by himself. He had to run from his son, Absalom, who tried to kill him. Can you imagine your own son, your own daughter trying to kill you? He had to run. He, he experienced seasons of being alone. And so he says to God, God is present. He draws near to him and he says, I am lonely and I'm afflicted. Loneliness always carries with it affliction. And the troubles of my heart are enlarged. You know what he's saying? I can't get all of these thoughts out of my mind. They're just overwhelming me. All of these uh, emotional thoughts and all of these feelings of struggle and, and, uh, and absence of friends and support. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time. And uh, my tr my the troubles of my heart are enlarged. And so he says, bring me out of my distresses. Bring me out of this. He's asking God to help him to endure and if possible, deliver him from his loneliness. Well, whatever your condition today, we've got to learn to talk with God in the same way. We can. That's why we have God's Word given to us so that we can uh, know how to deal with these things. He says to God, look upon my affliction, verse 18, and my trouble. Look at all of this. Look at all this that I'm going through, God. It's not as if God didn't know, but David pours out his heart and his concern before God. So first, David recognizes God's presence in his loneliness. Secondly, he tells God how he feels in his condition of loneliness. And finally, what does he do? He trusts God's presence as his place of refuge. Now, we've talked about this before, this thing of refuge. He says in verse number 20, Guard my soul and deliver me. Do not let me be ashamed, for I take refuge in you. This is it. 
taking refuge in God is trusting God and drawing near to God in prayer. It's just what David's doing. You've got to sit down and talk with the Lord. Now, the old hymn, tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus. You've got to go and present to him what your burden is, what your concern is. You know, what's, what's sad is sometimes in my pride, I don't want to tell anybody how I feel. Sometimes in my pride, I want to just keep it all to myself and, and uh, I avoid talking about it. But I can't do that in my relationship with God. I've got to be willing to tell God how I feel. I've got to be willing to let him be my refuge. Let God's presence become your refuge. Let God's presence become your refuge, my friend. Take, take refuge in God by trusting Him by faith and praying and trusting Him that in your loneliness, you won't be alone. Now, this is the interesting thing here. When you take God, God's presence as your refuge, regardless of how you feel, God is present. Now, this is where we must learn the spiritual reality of God's presence and how real it is, uh, it's just as real as the presence of somebody else. Yeah, I, I've told this story to the church many times. You know, the little girl was feeling alone and her mom came into the bedroom. She was in her room and she was just going to sleep, but she was alone and she was crying and she wanted someone to be with her. And so her mother came in and sat with her for a minute and said, honey, you're going to be okay. Uh, Jesus is right here with you. And she said, yeah, but mom, sometimes you need somebody with skin on to be with you. Well, that's true, but sometimes, sadly, there's nobody with skin on that can be with you. But the Lord can be with you. I pray that you begin to understand the reality, the realness of God's presence. It's just as real. The presence of God by the Holy Spirit of God is just as real as someone with skin on sitting next to you. But you must learn to recognize God's presence in your life. So how do we live God's word today? Well, here it is. Today, remember that God's with you. You're not alone. He is he is with you. He is there. You are not alone. He knows your condition. Tell him how you feel. Jesus knows what it's like to be alone. Did you know that? He died alone. He died betrayed. He, di he died with his disciples running every direction. You have someone you can speak to. His name is Jesus Christ, who knows everything it feels to be lonely. In fact, let me read it to you. Uh, in John 16, 33, the Lord is finishing talking with his disciples, about to be betrayed and arrested. He says, an hour is coming and has now drawn near that you will be scattered talking to his disciples, and each of you will go to your own house, and you will leave me alone. Listen to these words. Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. You see, that's what you must learn to say. With the same confidence, I am not alone, for God is with me through the Holy Spirit of God. God is present in my life. I am not alone. God is with me. Paul said, no one stood with me at my first defense. I was all alone. But the Lord strengthened me and stood by me. That's what I pray today that you will experience is the power of God's presence in your life. And I pray that it will be as real as if someone was sitting in the chair right beside you. 
right there with you. When you're there in that place of loneliness and you're by yourself, just look over at that other chair in the room and remember why it's like the Lord Jesus is sitting right there. You must speak to him and talk to him. David says, Psalm 25, 16, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my trouble. Forgive all my sins. Look upon my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with violent hatred. Guard my soul and deliver me. Do not let me be ashamed, for I take refuge in you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day that we've had together, just for a few minutes, to think about how we can endure in loneliness. You will be with us. We seek today, Lord, I pray for all of my, all of my friends, they may experience the, the reality of your living presence with them today in whatever condition of loneliness they find themselves in. How I pray that Jesus Christ would be near to them and that the Holy Spirit would bring comfort to their soul. How I pray that you would, by your power and grace, show them mercy and encourage them today. In our loneliness and our affliction, may you bless us with your dear presence so that we might live and trust in you as our refuge. Your presence is our hiding place, our refuge, our place we go when we're all alone. Bless my friends today in Jesus' name. Amen. Look, if you enjoyed this time we've had in the Word, uh, briefly this uh, noonday on Wednesday, uh, I hope you, if you're on Facebook, you would, you would share this with your friends. It'll help us uh, send this uh, information to other people. And also uh, take the YouTube link if you can and share it on, the, on your page, wherever you, you can. It would help us. And I pray that God would bless you today in a wonderful day. And I hope that today is a great day for you. God bless you and have a wonderful day.